Hi everyone, I'm Tara Mont, and you're listening to the Trust and Thrive with Tara Mont podcast, where you can find a new episode released every Thrive Thursday. I am a current clinical psychology graduate student, passionate about all things to do with mental health, relationships, healing, self-reflection, and other topics that influence us in our everyday lives. I created this podcast to hopefully inspire others to live their most authentic life and to share insightful and honest conversations with everyday individuals and informed professionals. Although the show is not a replacement for therapy, I hope the conversations had can inspire you to look within, to practice self-compassion, to gain more awareness, and to trust the process of your unique journey. If you resonate with the message of Trust and Thrive, make sure to subscribe and stay tuned. You can also stay connected by following me on Instagram at Trust and Thrive. Thank you for being here. Now let's get right into this week's episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Tara Mont. And I hope you've been having a wonderful start to September, wherever you're located. I'm personally in LA and it's just so hot out. It's concerning. So I hope you're taking care of yourself wherever you are, staying cool, staying warm, hydrating yourself. In this week's episode, we talk about birth control, reproductive rights, reproductive health, learning to trust our bodies, and so much more. So I had the pleasure of speaking with Dallas Barnes who is the founder and CEO of Rhea Health. Dallas is a reproductive rights and sexual health activist and speaker. She coaches marginalized entrepreneurs on business plan strategy, currently mentoring through Startup Canada Woman. She also sits on the board of Femtech Canada, a government-supported organization that supports women's health innovation in Canada. So while Dallas shares that she is not a medical professional herself, she has a lot of medical professionals on her team at Rhea Health. And you can really feel her passion about the topic of birth control, finding the right one that works for each individual. And so I personally really resonated with this episode. I've had my own experiences with finding the right birth control, being on it, not being on it. There's so many different types of contraceptives out there. And I really appreciate the work that Dallas is doing with Raya Health to help individuals find the right birth control match for them. You can visit at Raya Health on Instagram. And you can also visit rayahealth.ca for more information. As I always mention, the show is not a replacement for therapy, meeting with a physician. We are not medical professionals. This is simply our experience. And Dallas shares the work that she does with Raya Health. And so if you want to work with a medical professional, you can visit rayahealth.ca to learn more. And as always, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Trust and Thrive. And you can leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts, if you'd like to support the show, which would really, really mean a lot. And so thank you in advance. I hope you enjoy this episode. Whether or not you are a Volvo owner or you're interested in learning more about reproductive health and hearing more about the experiences of others, I hope you're able to take something away from our conversation. That being said, let's get right into it with Dallas. Hi, Dallas. Thank you so much for being here. I'm really excited to have this conversation. Um, How are you doing today? 
I'm doing well. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Tara. I'm excited to be here. Of course. So to start off, can you share a little bit about yourself, what you do, um, what inspired you to create Raya Health? Yeah, so I'm the founder of Raya Health. We have a digital platform for personalized contraceptive counseling. So really what this means is we help people navigate their experience with birth control, everything from matching them to the best birth control option for them, helping them track and monitor any side effects or symptoms or really their overall experience using different birth control options, all the while keeping the individual at the forefront. So we take a very personalized and human-centered design approach in our process. We utilize smart algorithms and in-depth user profiles to conduct our matching process, as well as provide personalized support and insights throughout the whole journey so that people, you know, feel like they do have, you know, we like to say Ray is your birth control best friend. Um, This is something that I really felt like I was missing in my own journey with birth control. I spent years trying different birth control options, um, you know, trying one option, feeling totally unlike myself and different methods caused side effects and things that I really wasn't comfortable with, um, let alone even prepared for or um, expected. And so that one was quite isolating, but then I was met with a lot of um, dismissal from healthcare providers. One method in particular, my body just reacted so adversely to that I was admitted to the hospital. You know, I, I started developing chronic ovarian cysts chronic UTIs, um, bacterial vaginal infections, yeast infections, just all of these things that I had never experienced before prior using this option. And, you know, would be like, oh, you know, I think this is my birth control. And they're like, no, it can't be, you know, your body, you're getting older, your body's just changing. I'm like, I'm 21. (laughs) I don't think at the time I was like, I don't think that's, that's it. Like, no, something's wrong, something's wrong, and definitely endured that option much longer than I should have. I think I was using it for about six months or so. And then one of the cysts um, was about to rupture, and I was just in so much pain. And my partner at the time was like, this is not normal. Like, this is more than just a period cramp. Like, we got to... So we went to emerge and that was the last straw for me. I was like, this is insane. We can send people to Mars and yet we can't figure out the birth control problem. Like this isn't, this is ridiculous. So I ended up stop using that method and it was like, my body took a breath of fresh air. It was, you know, just, it was like thanking me. <laughs> and after that, I was like, okay, you know, let's figure this out. What about female reproductive organs and the female reproductive body and birth control, hormonal and non-hormonal, how do they work together? You know, why are they not working well for me at the moment? Like what is actually going on here? And I wanted to learn all that I could and understand all that I could about um, the process and about, you know, the functioning of the body and what was happening. And through that experience of, you know, going through scholarly journals and reading up different research papers and articles and all of these things that, you know, is time consuming. Um, And I ended up finding an option that I thought could work well. And I went and asked my doctor about it. And 
pretty easily as that. He wrote up a prescription and that was one of the best options that I've ever used. And that experience in itself was so liberating and empowering. And I started sharing little tidbits with my friends and family about what I had learned. And, you know, someone's thinking about going on birth control and I'm like, well, ask your doctor this or like, oh, did you think about this? Um, giving them all these little things and people were loving it. They're like, I've never thought about that before. And so I started, you know, classic dorky (laughs) person. I made a spreadsheet and started sharing that with friends and family. And COVID happened actually. And I was out of a job and kind of looking for something to spend my time doing. And my background is actually in business. I specialized in entrepreneurship at university. I always thought, you know, the business world, like starting my own company would be something that I do at some point. I did not think that it would be this early on in my career. I felt, you know, classic imposter syndrome every day to this day still. But, you know, the opportunity arose. I had a solution um, and there's a huge problem. You know, 75% of people who use birth control describe their experience negatively. And that's just bonkers to me. And so that really began um, my journey with Rhea and fast forward. We now have um, our web platform. We've been around for about two years now. I've been helping people find the best option for them and really, yeah, providing them confidence on this journey. That's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. And I appreciate you sharing your story because I can imagine that many individuals have felt that invalidation of like not listening to your body like, oh, just, you know, you're growing up or this has worked for me and assuming that the same maybe birth control will work for everyone. And so I really appreciate you bring, bringing up with Raya Health the theme that there's no one size fits all. And so through your research and even as you were creating Raya Health, have you noticed that many, maybe other Volvo owners like noticed, oh, I'm not alone in this. This is something that other people are going through and it felt like maybe they were. Did you find that community as you were creating Raya Health? Oh, 100%. And that's really how it started, to be honest. Um, I started inviting my friends over and we had some wine and some cheese and some treats in my apartment. And just, I wanted like a focused, dedicated space for us to start talking about our birth control experiences and what has worked for us, what hasn't. One, because I found that it was really healing for my own journey, um, but also healing for other people to hear their story or their experience reflected in somebody else's and vice versa. And it was a very great way for us to come together and learn things about each other um, that we, you know, had never really taking the time to do, you know, you would, you might hear, oh yeah, birth control sucks. But like, I don't really know what, you know, Charlie's going through or maybe, maybe not depending on the relationship, but um, that's kind of where it all began. And then I started doing them a little bit more on a frequently basis and people started to invite other friends who I didn't know. And then I was encouraging, you know, that circle to grow a little bit. And then we started um, taking pictures and just got a photographer and that is actually some of the earliest content if you like scroll way 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 down on the Raya Health Instagram you can see um, me and my friends in my apartment just sitting around chatting about birth control and reproductive health and I think that's kind of um, a cool little little tidbit but yeah a hundred percent you know I think 
sharing stories can be really powerful. I also think that in a way it can be quite harmful on the flip side. Um, just as you say, you know, birth control is not a one size fits all. And I find we do see a lot with social media today um, and the level of communication that we have is people sharing their experience with birth control, which I am in full support of, but doing so in a way that imposes fear or restricts somebody else's, um, you know, autonomy in which options they are going to explore or learn more about. So if I'm trying to make this decision, maybe I'm a 16 year old, not sure where to begin. And I go on TikTok and I hear somebody just, you know, horribly describing <laughs> or describing their horrible experience with an IUD, for instance, um, or a certain type of pill, you know, of course that's scary. That's intimidating. You're not going to go and run for that. And so I've had a really horrible experience on a number of different birth control options. That's my experience. But I know that what works for me probably won't work for you, Tara, and like vice versa. And I want to be able to give you the best opportunity to find those options, you know, whether it's hormonal or non-hormonal, whatever that is. And, you know, I'm here to support you in that. But, um, and, you know, educate and share stories for sure. But we do have to remember that everybody is different and the things that make us different and make us unique are the little like, you know, tools in our toolboxes that we can use to find the best birth control option for us and the things that we can really leverage and use almost as secret weapons um, to have the most thriving health experience, not only in a birth control context, but in, I think this, this goes to a lot of areas of health and wellness right now. <laughs> and just remembering that with a little bit of grain of salt, when people see some things on, on social media of people sharing stories, I think we need to have that in the back of, back of our minds and always understand that that is coming from a very emotionally driven place for that individual. And it's totally valid, totally fair. That was their experience. Um, but your experience is totally different as well. Definitely. I'm really glad you brought that up because I think even going to the OBGYN, like there's often not that much info that maybe they're getting from you and they're like, oh, this worked for someone else, at least from my experience. It was like, oh, most people your age use this. And so I was just given and then a year later, I'll check in with them or six months later. And so it's hard to know when, you know, maybe you're really young or you just haven't experienced. And personally, it has made me struggle to like trust my own body and be in tune with my own body and not even just when it comes to birth control, but really like listen to my body and what it's telling me. Do you have any specific experiences or memories of just like feeling like not in tune with what your body was even telling you and maybe even gaslighting yourself to believe that, you know, it's normal? Oh, 100%. Um, on that note, I think, you know, we do go to our physician and these um, healthcare providers, like expecting answers. And they are the health experts, you know, you go there and you're like, I'm feeling this way. Why? You know, I want a solution. And um, I think part of the reason there's so many barriers to access and so many other underlying things that's going on. Um, as the culprit of why we might be met with um, invalidation or the feeling of being dismissed. But I think a lot of the piece is that women's health, reproductive health, 
has been so underfunded, under-researched, underappreciated that oftentimes our experience is totally valid, but it has not yet been scientifically, you know, supported or, you know, statistically relevant or statistically significant. And so we might go to our physician with a certain issue or something that we're feeling, and they might not just have the science to medically you know, back that up and say, yes, of course, you know, you're experiencing things because of this. And um, that I think is the limitation to the system at the moment. Um, that's kind of an aside to what your question is, but I did want to kind of squeeze that in there. I appreciate that. <laughs> but of course, you know, I think even with my own experience with um, birth control and with the one option that I was using where I had the most severe problems um, was the option that I started using right after I had an abortion. And I really, really wanted that option to work. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't want to go through what I just went through. That was a lot. Um, and so I think I really pushed myself a lot further and went beyond my own personal boundaries when it came to my birth control and how that option made me feel um, that I did start to, you know, dismiss things about what I was experiencing or just kind of push them to the side, not listen to it. Um, and I think that I was sort of, I was at, at odds with my body at the time. Like I wanted it to work. It was telling me something else. It was like, this option just is not for us. You know, it's not working. And I'm like, it's working. <laughs> yeah. And so I think there was a lot of internal conflict that I was going through um, and a lot of spiritual trauma that I went through as well, that I was just in a very unsettled place. Um, and so, you know, sometimes things do have to get worse before they can get better. And um, going through that trauma that I did with just know, having all that, all those um, issues and reactions, um, you know, certainly brought me to where I am today. And I think that's kind of like a silver lining in it all um, or that I try to focus on. I think even just on the day to day as human beings, as people who cycle, you know, we go through ebbs and flows of being more in tune with our bodies and less in tune. Um, even for me right now in this, in this summer specifically, I've been traveling a lot, traveling for work. There's lots of different things happening in my life at the moment. And I was just commenting with my friend this morning, her and I were going on a walk and she's like, how are you doing? You know, how's your heart? How's your humanity? And I'm like, I'm just feeling very like disconnected from my, my being like my, my core at the moment. And I just feel there's so many moving parts that I haven't actively been present. Um, and I think, you know, that that's, that's okay. That's where I am, but I'm acknowledging that. And I'm already like thinking, okay, you know, what can I do even today for five minutes to get in touch? Because I find when, you know, I feel this way, of course, it has a ripple effect into a bunch of other areas of my life. I do find that my period is heavier. Um, I'm more crampy, you know, all of these things. Um, that is all connected. It makes me think of individuals who maybe started birth control when they were a lot younger. And I think it can be really difficult when 
say, for example, you have certain reactions to it or affects your mental health. And if you've been on it from like 16 to 25, you may just assume that's who you are. That's your personality and that every way you've been affected by your birth control is just who you are internally. And so I think there is that process of getting off of it. But before we get into that, of course, I think a lot of people have experiences where it's affected their mental health and maybe you didn't realize it in the moment, but then when you went off, you're like, oh, wow, I am maybe not struggling in that way. Maybe it was the birth control. So can you talk about maybe your experience or what you've seen in your work? Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, sometimes when we're using um, hormonal birth control, even non-hormonal options, sometimes the anxiety of a fear of pregnancy can be so detrimental that it has an effect on your you know, paranoia or, you know, your libido. So these are things to keep in mind. Um, For me off the top of my head, you know, different options that I've used, sometimes the change is so subtle and it's so gradual as your body is adjusting and getting into the flow of things and changing and responding to these different hormones um, that it's hard to know And even some people to this day might not even know that it was um, due to their birth control or they might not even notice a change or anyway. So a lot of it now is in hindsight. Um, And as I'm learning more about birth control and about um, the research and how our bodies do react to certain options, I'm like, oh, I think that happened to me. (laughs) Um, And you know, it's, it's interesting for sure. I think there, there's an interesting study, um, that's been done. So first and foremost, um, Dr. Sarah Hill, she's done an incredible amount of research on birth control and our personalities and our brain. When we are on hormonal birth control, her, her book is actually called your brain on birth control. Um, and it's like textbook for all of this stuff. And so a study that she did or research that she has found is that sometimes people change who they might be attracted to or the type of personalities that they're attracted to on and off birth control. Um, There's generally just by like evolution. Um, She's an evolution scientist. And by evolution, you know, people um, who ovulate, when they're ovulating, they're more attracted to somebody who's a little, has a little bit more of those like traditional masculine traits, like, you know, the chiseled jaw, more muscular, somebody who's like scent is a little bit muskier. And this does go back to um, evolution into more primitive times when we needed that protector for our baby. You know, women are out, you know, gathering things and we needed that. And so, when you go on a hormonal birth control, that primitive nature is kind of then subdued. And they found that people who ovulate, who are on hormonal birth control were dating and partnering with people who had a little bit more feminine tendencies, um, who are a little bit more softer in nature. And I remember going off this one pill that I was on and just like totally and it was maybe a couple of months afterwards that I was attracted to like trucks and like, you know, construction workers and like all of these like very masculine things that normally I'd be like, ew, oh my God, masculinity. And I'm like, where is this coming from? Like, it just like, is like, 
just a weird sentiment that I was, I'd never really identified with before. And then I read her book and I was like, oh my God, I'm like almost embarrassed. (laughs) But it's so funny, the things we're learning about now and actually being able to pinpoint them and identify and label them has been um, really fun for me personally, but also liberating for other people who are like, oh, you know, I lost my taste in music. And I didn't realize that it was because I I had an IUD for the past five years. Um, And it just how it changes people is really fascinating. Um, And some people are more tolerant to those changes. You know, we do have to outweigh the risks, you know. Um, And I think that is an important piece to it. And also going through this decision-making process, understanding the ways in which it can influence you, being prepared for that and acknowledging that. And then, you know, what is your mitigation strategy? What are your boundaries when it comes to how this birth control option may make you feel? And actually, shameless plug, that is something that we include in our REA platform is helping people outline and identify these boundaries before they start using a new option so that they are prepared when they when they start using hormonal or non-hormonal birth control um, and going through that adjustment phase. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's a perfect transition because I wanted to ask more about Raya Health than for someone who maybe is just so used to going into a physician's office and being told, you know, this has worked or try this. What can they expect with Raya Health and what does that process look like? Yeah. So when somebody first interacts with Raya, they um, sign up online. So at the moment, we just have a web-based version, but actually in September, we are launching our mobile app. So um, the mode as to how you interact with the system may change depending on when you are, you know, reaching us. Um, But first, they go through a questionnaire. And this questionnaire is really kind of the bread and butter. It really is the foundational block to their experience thereafter. It's a little bit lengthier, but, you know, rightly so, we do want to understand all that we can and really get to know our our members. So our platform asks questions and creates a database about an individual on things like their hormonal profile, past experience with birth control, you know, their medical history, lifestyle preferences, even their goals when it comes to using an option. And it takes that information and our algorithms, use it to match them to the best birth control options for them and really explain why. So what in their profile led our system to suggest those methods? How do those options work? What should the individual be prepared for, et cetera? We then support our members in accessing that method. At the moment, it's, um, you know, tips and tricks and pointing them in the right direction of online services or clinic in their area. We are coming soon. Um, We'll be providing telehealth services, all in-house and prescription delivery as well. So it is that one-stop shop. Um, Thereafter, we do provide tips and tricks on how to have a focused conversation with your physician and how to really be your own health advocate um, and what questions to ask, how to frame the conversation when you're going there with an option in mind. Sometimes those conversations can be really intimidating. And, you know, I've been there where I'm like, I'm for sure going to ask for this. And then I leave and they've convinced me something else. And I'm feeling like, what the fuck just happened to me? (laughs) I'm like, that took a turn. 
Um, but we really want to enable our members um, through that process. And then we're there for that follow-up support. So after an individual receives their birth control option, we're there to, of course, help them outline their boundaries when it comes to birth control. What I mean by this is um, whenever we're trying a new medication or a new routine, even you know a new diet or a new workout plan, there's always an adjustment period that your body goes through. And it's really important to understand, one, what what is possible to happen and what are your tolerances to those things. You know, as your body does adjust to these options, that's just a given, but we want to make sure that we're fully prepared for that. So for instance, I, you know, I'm going to try the copper IUD and I know that oftentimes some common side effects during that adjustment period is cramping and bleeding. I'm okay. Let's say I'm okay with bleeding for um, a month or so, you know, a period bleed. That's, that's fine for me. But if I'm bleeding heavily beyond a month, then, you know, that's, that's really impeding on my own personal daily life. And then I might have to revisit and have a conversation with myself and think, okay, is that worth it to me or not? But everybody's tolerances and everybody's boundaries is different because maybe somebody had to pay for that IUD out of pocket and they don't have insurance. So that might influence what they're willing to tolerate or not. I will also preface this by saying, I do not think that birth control should make anybody feel uncomfortable ever. Um, I'm just saying, you know, there is an adjustment period and we do have to, you know, face the facts just as we would with a new diet or something. I mean, I remember when I was, um, I went vegan for a little while, I was so gassy. It was like embarrassing, <laughs> like just like socially unacceptable how gassy I was. And, you know, that then subsided, like I was maybe gassy for a couple of months or so. And then, you know, now it, it went away. Um, and those are just as an example, as an aside, just to put it into context for people. These are things we do have to be thinking about um, for hormonal and non-hormonal birth control. And then we're there for that tracking support. So tracking how you're doing on a daily basis um, with the new option, you know, checking in with your humanity, your heart, um, your skin or your libido, what, whatever it is, we are there to support you through that and provide insights as to why you might be experiencing those things. If there's anything you can do about it and really, again, enabling you with personalized tools and resources um, so that you can have the best experience possible with birth control. And really, ultimately, at the end of the day, you know, is that option working for you or not? Um, and then going from there. That's great. Thank you so much for taking us through that process. And I think that is important to realize because not everyone is on birth control to prevent pregnancy. There's so many different reasons that people will be on birth control. And like you said, it's so important to weigh the pros and cons depending on the person and what you need and why you're taking it. And so I'm glad you brought that up because I think comparison is just still such a huge thing in general, but especially when it comes to birth control. And if we are not open about it, maybe with loved ones, and we just assume, oh, it works well with them. So I'm really glad you brought that up. And just for anyone who's thinking like, oh, I want to make sure that, you know, there's medical professionals and, you know, that they know what they're talking about when it comes to that. Would Are there medical advisors on the team who help? I mean, I assume there are, but I'd like you to share if there are with um, anyone who maybe feels that 
nervousness or they're just hesitant to work on this process in general? Of course. Yeah. So I probably should have started this entire conversation by saying I am not a doctor. (laughs) I am not a medical professional. Everything that I share, of course, is just from what I've learned going through my own process and getting into this space on a profession in a professional way. Um, We, our algorithms and our process has been created by a team of medical professionals. So we've worked with OBGYNs, family physicians, and naturopaths to create the methodology behind our matching and our tracking system. On the team is some of those physicians that we worked with from day one, but then others who have joined thereafter. um, And they are um, working with us on a day-to-day, answering questions from our member community and ensuring as we grow and as we iterate on our process that it is still medically sound and uses evidence-based science um, and actually taking a lot of their um, clinical expertise. You know, a lot of what physicians base um, decisions off of or their opinions is what they see in clinic. You know, they have their own like mental database up here and it's so, so, so valuable. Um, And we really want to pull on that expertise. And that's always changing as well as we, um, you know, grow and as we learn more, as more research comes out we're always adapting to our process. We're always learning. And so we just want to ensure that we are getting the most up-to-date, accurate information possible. And our medical team is really on board with that. And they're really great about being like, oh, I learned this. We should probably change that question in the questionnaire. And, you know, we're constantly iterating on it. Um, Bear with us. (laughs) But, you know, we're trying our best out here for sure. No, that's incredible. And it honestly feels, I can imagine, very comforting for someone who is very new to this process too, or maybe they felt alone and finding what works for them. And so I just love how Ray Health takes you through that process and checks in with you. And so what advice would you give to someone who, whether they are new to birth control or they've just had a bad experience or they just want to you know, try something new and they're feeling scared or they feel like they don't want to go back to an experience that really affected them negatively, what advice would you give to them on taking that next step? Yeah, um, a few different things. One, you know, first and foremost, be kind to yourself. You know, it's a process. Um everybody's still learning, everybody's experience is unique and different, and that's okay, and that's what, you know, makes the world beautiful. Um, So allow yourself some grace and be patient, but also, you know, don't be afraid to listen to your gut and stand your ground um, and really be, be a voice for yourself. If you won't do that, then, you know, highly unlikely somebody else might, depending on the situation. Um, But it is important to do your research and ask questions. You know, if you're not getting the answers that you want or you're still feeling a little bit confused or unsettled, um, pry, keep going and know that there are people out there who do want to help, who will take the time um, to support you and to answer those questions. Try Raya. More than that, you know, join our community. We are on Instagram and TikTok, and our medical professionals answer questions weekly. We have an Ask Raya session. And they answer questions from our community um, and provide their insight. And we sh- 
like to share stories from our member community as well. People submit their experiences with birth control, good and bad. And we found that to be a very, um, you know, healing process as we were talking about before, but also a great way for us to really connect with one another. Um, so definitely getting involved with the community in any aspects, I think is a good place to start. Definitely. And I think a big part of you know, taking that step is knowing you're not alone. And so I really appreciate that, Rhea, even, you know, even on socials, something like seeing that other people are going through the same thing is really comforting. So a big theme of this show is living your most authentic life. And that relates to mental health, reproductive health, sexual health, all types of health and just listing your body. But every guest, of course, has a different view on what that means, what that looks like to them. So how would you define living your most authentic life? A big question, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is a really big question. You know, I think it is being honest with yourself, first and foremost. Who is Tara? Who is Dallas? Um, what really brings us joy at the end of the day? What are the small things? What are we interested and passionate about? How do we want to show up? Not only how do we want to show up, but what feels right? You know, what's easy, what's natural showing up in a way. And um, does that feel good for us? So I think it for sure living in a way where we are honest with ourselves and experiencing joy. I love that. And so I know you mentioned your experiences getting you to Raya Health, what would you lastly tell to younger Dallas before maybe knowing what you know now, before maybe even going through the experiences you did? What would you tell to her? Basically, it'll be okay. Um, you know, this experience does not define you and we'll get through it. And there's, you know, it is, it is greener over there. <laughs> um, I think, you know, the sentiment is positive. I think younger self and when going through those experiences, it was like, this is awful. You know, it's never going to get any better. I'm like in constant turmoil. How am I ever going to, you know, do all the things that I want to do in life? I eventually see myself as being a mother, but not for a long damn time. And, you know, I had so many other things that I wanted to do. And my primary use for birth control was pregnancy prevention. Um, and, you know, it was really just biting me in the butt um, and presented a lot of obstacles for me. And I thought, you know, I, I felt very defeated. Um, and so thinking back to that version of myself in that place, I, you know, want to send optimism and positivity and just like a nurturing kind energy to that being because I was pretty like down in the dumps and hard on myself. Oh, well, I really appreciate your vulnerability and for being here and sharing so much about Raya Health. And I will include links in the description of this episode so people can visit Raya Health, of course. Um, but can you maybe share what's coming up next for Raya Health or where in general listeners can follow a you or Raya Health? Of course. Yeah. So all of our social and site is pretty easy. It's just at Raya Health um, website, rayahealth.ca. Next for us, we are launching our mobile app. So Ray will be coming to you from the comfort of your 
couch or toilet, wherever, um, in the palm of your hand, which I'm super, super stoked on. And we are starting our campus ambassador program this year as well. Um, we, you know, positions are still open if people do want to get involved, the more the merrier, but we will have presence in a number of Canadian universities and post-secondary um, schools coming this fall, which we're so excited about. Um, stay tuned for events and engagement there and um, ways for people to access Raya um, more affordably slash hopefully in brackets free. <laughs> um, we do want it is you know a huge priority for us and super important that we do deliver this information and support in ways that make sense for people um, but also does make sense for us as a company hoping to grow that way in the fall and really excited for our app and our campus programs that's very exciting thank you so much for being here for this conversation and just for doing the work you do i'm sure it's helping so many individuals so thank you no, thank you. I really appreciate you giving me the space to kind of ramble and chat about what I'm passionate about. Thank you. Hope you all enjoyed that episode. Once again, you can learn more about Rhea at Rhea Health on Instagram, and you can visit their website, rayahealth.ca to learn more and to sign up. You can also find me on Instagram and TikTok at Trust and Thrive. And if you have any guest suggestions, topic suggestions, please feel free to email me at trustandthrive at gmail.com, which is the best way to reach out when it comes to guest suggestions. You can also send me a DM on Instagram, but I definitely recommend email. So thank you all so much for being here and for tuning in. I hope you take care of yourself and have a wonderful rest of your week. And we will be back with a new episode next Thrive Thursday. Thursday.